Hey folks, have you heard of cancer-fighting foods? The American Cancer Society discovered diets rich in fruits and vegetables may actually lower your risk of cancer. Think about that for a second. That's really important. Hopefully, you hear this and run to the store for five servings of fruits and vegetables every day. But if you're like me, you probably don't have the time to do that, right? So maybe you should consider adding Field of Greens to your daily health regimen. Each fruit and veggie in Field of Greens was doctor-selected for studied health benefits. There's a heart health group, lungs, kidneys, and metabolism groups, even healthy weight. What your body needs is in each scoop of delicious Field of Greens. I take it every day. Sometimes I put it in a shake. Sometimes I put it in my egg white omelet in the morning. Field of Greens can help prevent, treat, and cure cancer? No, but it can powerfully help you audit your next checkup. Your doctor will notice your improved health or you're going to get your money back. Here's the most amazing thing about it. I started using Field of Greens a year ago. My cholesterol is down. My blood sugar is down. My weight's down. My health is up. My sleeping patterns are better. My metabolism is up. If you want to experience what I've experienced, go check out Field of Greens. Jump into the ring here. You're going to get an enormous benefit. And it's so simple. Single scoop, a couple of seconds, healthy lifestyle all day long. Now, thanks to our good friends at Brickhouse Nutrition, Field of Greens is going to give you a 15% off discount plus free rush shipping. All you got to do is go to fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS for your discount. That's promo code JUSTNEWS at fieldofgreens.com. Fieldofgreens.com, promo code JUSTNEWS. Go check it out. Hello, America, and welcome to a new edition of John Solomon Reports, the podcast from Just the News, where we've got a great show for you today. We really do. Congressman Lance Gooden from the great state of Texas, a man who has been relentlessly fighting for truth at the southern border, particularly not just the fact that the border is open, because that's prima facie irrefutable, right? Almost 2 million this year, 2.1 a million expected this year in illegal immigration, just flowing across the border in record amounts. But he has been focused on the trafficking, the trafficking of these illegal migrants who should have been thrown out of the country. Instead, with the help of the United States government and NGOs, nonprofits working with the United States government, they're being trafficked into the United States, human trafficking of illegal aliens in the United States. Congressman Gooden, a couple of months ago, came on this show, helped us break the story about these packages that the NGOs, the nonprofits, and the U.S. government are putting together to help these migrants travel into the center of the country where they don't belong, where they legally are not allowed to be. But he's dug up another one. We broke this on the site the other day, and I wanted to bring it back and describe it. It's such an important development. Our United States government, I'm not making this up, they're allowing illegal migrants to use their arrest warrant, the warrant that says they should be arrested and hauled out of this country, as proof to get through TSA and get on a flight and sit next to you on an airplane. Irrefutable. TSA confirms it. We confirmed it. Congressman Gooden was the one who uncovered that unbelievable injustice. He's here to talk about that and so much more, including Vice President Kamala Harris's visit to Central America last week or Latin America last week, where not a whole lot got done on the border. Really important stuff. Then my good friend, my lawyer on so many of the great, important FOIA cases that Just the News fights every day, Kimberly Herman from the great foundation, Southeastern Legal Foundation, a great public interest law firm, our lawyer on some epic epic FOIAs, the ones on Eric Greitens and the bad case in Missouri, all the stuff about Hunter Biden in Russia that we got in FISA. Uh, Kimberly's been in the trenches with us, Southeastern Legal Foundation, Todd Young, been with us all the way through. She's here to talk about the big, big story we broke last night, which we're going to talk to in a second. Yes, 
there was a classified email that was totally irrelevant, totally responsive, legally required to have been given to Just the News in our FOIAs over the Hunter Biden scandal. And guess what? It wasn't, but we got it anyways. They hid it from us, but we got it anyways. And she's going to talk about the consequences and what we can do to hold those accountable who hid this information, not only from us, but from President Trump's lawyers, from members of Congress, and so much more. Now, what is that document? All right, if you go back, let's all go back to the time of the first Trump impeachment. Seems like a long time ago. There was the firing of the Ukrainian prosecutor. We talked about that yesterday. And then there was the question of whether Hunter Biden's activities with a corrupt company or allegedly corrupt company in Ukraine affected U.S. policy. And every witness who came out to defend Joe Biden in the State Department, George Kent, Marie Ivanovich, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, all those State Department star witnesses, they all came out and said, listen, yeah, you know, it was a little unseemly. It created the appearance of a conflict of interest, but no impact on U.S. policy in Ukraine. No impact. Over and over again, the Democrats hammered that. Witnesses under oath said it time and again. Well, guess what? In On November 22nd, 2016, the most important player inside the Kiev embassy each day, George Kent, a guy who really drove the day-to-day operations of the U.S. operations in Ukraine, he wrote his superiors back in Washington with one of the most remarkable lines that was not given to us during impeachment or during Ron Johnson's investigation or so many others. But it is so remarkable. I just have to read the actual quote to you because when you hear what it is that actually was written, you realize all those testimonies, all those statements, all those things that were told to us, they weren't true, right? They weren't true. Let me just read it to you. You ready for this? George Kent the guy with the bow tie, star witness for the Democrats during Trump impeachment one on Ukraine, wrote this. The real issue to my mind was that someone in Washington needed to engage VP Joe Biden quietly and say, your son Hunter's presence on the board at Burisma undercut the anti-corruption message. Let me re- repeat that word, undercut, undermined, whatever word you want to use. He uses the word undercut. The anti-corruption message, the VP, and we were advancing in Ukraine. In other words, Hunter Biden undercut U.S. anti-corruption policies in Ukraine. And he goes on to describe why it was. Let me read this second sentence. Ukrainians were hearing one message from us, Kent wrote, and then saw another set of behavior with the Biden family association with a known corrupt figure, the leader of Burisma, whose company, Burisma, who had employed Hunter Biden at $3 million over several years, was known for not playing by the rules. Does that sound like the testimony you got back in November of 2019 in January of 2020 when the first impeachment trial? No, it doesn't. You know why? It's absolutely contradicts and conflicts with that testimony. Witness after witness said, no effect, no impact, no harm, no foul. And now we find out a classified email kept from all of us, including just the news who sued for such documents, reveals that they did, in fact, believe this impacted U.S. anti-corruption activities. It undercut the U.S. anti-corruption agenda in Ukraine. Wow. Two and a half years later, we get the truth. Why? Because we're so stubborn here at Just the News. We will not stop until we get you, the American public, the truth. That's that story what we broke overnight on my new TV show, which you should go check out on Real America's Voice, Just the News with me and 
Amanda had a really a great journalist. I'm really excited working with her. Stay tuned. We've got more Ukraine stuff coming. It's going to move and shake the universe in the next few days. All right. Take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we're going to be joined by the congressman from the great state of Texas, Lance Gooden. We're going to take you down to the border for a very sobering conversation about what's right and wrong and this open border that Joe Biden has created, the crisis we have in America. Right after this commercial break. Hey folks, have you heard of cancer-fighting foods? The American Cancer Society discovered diets rich in fruits and vegetables may actually lower your risk of cancer. Think about that for a second. That's really important. Hopefully, you hear this and run to the store for five servings of fruits and vegetables every day. But if you're like me, you probably don't have the time to do that, right? So maybe you should consider adding Field of Greens to your daily health regimen. Each fruit and veggie in Field of Greens was doctor-selected for studied health benefits. There's a heart health group, lungs, kidneys and metabolism groups, even healthy weight. What your body needs is in each scoop of delicious Field of Greens. I take it every day. Sometimes I put it in a shake. Sometimes I put it in my egg white omelet in the morning. Field of Greens can help prevent, treat, and cure cancer? No, but it can powerfully help you out at your next checkup. Your doctor will notice your improved health or you're gonna get your money back. Here's the most amazing thing about it. I started using Field of Greens a year ago. My cholesterol is down, my blood sugar is down, my weight's down, my health is up, my sleeping patterns are better, my metabolism is up. If you wanna experience what I've experienced, go check out Field of Greens. Jump into the ring here. You're going to get an enormous benefit. And it's so simple. Single scoop, a couple of seconds, healthy lifestyle all day long. Now, thanks to our good friends at Brickhouse Nutrition, Field of Greens is going to give you a 15% off discount plus free rush shipping. All you got to do is go to fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS for your discount. That's promo code JUSTNEWS at fieldofgreens.com. Fieldofgreens.com, promo code JUSTNEWS. Go check it out. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. All right, folks, welcome back from the commercial break. As promised, a very special guest, a man who has been exposing the widespread trafficking of illegal immigrants across the United States, Congressman Lance Gooden from the great state of Texas. Congressman, great to have you back on the show. Thanks for having me, John. I'm happy to be here. We had a great interview a few months ago when you found these packets that these NGOs and the U.S. government were putting together to help migrants who are legally in the country get to the interior, get on flights. And now there's this new revelation, uh, thanks to your continued digging, that they're using arrest warrants as a form of identification. Instead of, so someone, um, illegal migrant shows up, they, they have an arrest warrant, which means they should probably be picked up. And instead, that's, that's a legitimate way to get on a plane and get through TSA. What's your reaction to that? 
Well, first of all, it's crazy. And second, things have certainly deteriorated since our last visit. And the things that we find out are are shocking. And it's stunning because TSA has actually confirmed this. I'm not making it up. It's not hearsay. This is not uh, just some story. But we actually asked TSA after my trip to San Diego at the border where we heard these rumors. We said, hey, are you guys accepting arrest warrants? For people to get through security, no ID, no nothing, but you'll take an arrest warrant from someone that says that that belongs to them? And they said yes. So, yes, we've got illegal immigrants showing up at the airport saying, this is my arrest warrant. That's the person. um, That person on that arrest warrant is me. Please let me through. We potentially could have not just illegal immigrants, but any common criminal um, or anyone that didn't want to fly as themselves can just go grab an arrest warrant, show up at the airport, and say, hey, this is me, let me through. It's nuts. And TSA has confirmed it. Uh, the Biden administration doesn't seem to be interested in doing anything about it. And when we ask elected officials about it on the Democratic side, they're just not interested in talking about it. But we've got the letter from TSA that says, yes, in fact, we do accept this as identification to get on the plane in the United States. It is jaw-dropping, and uh, when we first wrote it, I mean, uh, our our own Twitter sphere just lit up. People could not believe that this is how crazy uh, the immigration crisis has become. The steward of all this, allegedly, uh, the czar, is Vice President Kamala Harris. She went to Honduras last week. Do you think that we got any benefit out of the trip? Is there any new dynamic at our southern border from that trip? Of course not. You know, we're hearing from this White House, we're trying to understand and prevent uh, whatever it is that's causing these uh, immigrants to make the journey to the United States. Uh, What's causing them to make the journey is the fact that we have an open border. They know it's an open border. They're being told it's an open border. And the United States government is encouraging them to come in various forms. uh, We, the government, unfortunately, uh, run by this president, is uh, encouraging nonprofits like Catholic Charities and the Jewish Family Council to fund transportation for them and housing when they get here. And they're paying for plane tickets and shuttling to the airport with these arrest warrants to get them on planes to wherever it is they want to go. The U.S. government is funding the United Nations uh, Immigration Office uh, that is across the border in Mexico and Central America, passing out debit cards to these migrants saying, if you can just get to the border, these charities in the United States will take over once you get get across and claim asylum status. It's totally nuts. Uh, But the Biden administration is helping facilitate this and encouraging it across the world. It's just unbelievable. If it was the one of the cartels, we'd be accusing him of human trafficking. But it's our U.S. government and they're getting away with it. What you know, what can Congress do at some point? Is there a purse string? Is there a lawsuit? Is there something that can be done that Congress can say, listen, we made the immigration laws. This president's not enforcing them. We want to intervene. Is there any legal avenue or a political solution to try to stop this flow? Because it's a 2.1 million last year. It's just an enormous number. Well, it's very difficult without a majority uh, in yeah. either the House or the Senate. But some of the things that we're working on now in preparation for what we hope is a Republican majority in the House is uh, oversight. We're going to have subpoena power. We're going to be bringing in members of this administration to answer. Um, At this point, I really believe that impeachment could be on the table, and I would support that, certainly. And I also believe that you'll see legislation pass in the House and certainly uh, have a better chance in the Senate than it does today. 
that does things like prevents um, IDs or excuse me, prevents uh, arrest warrants from being used as yeah. an ID to get on the plane. We're working on comprehensive legislation now uh, with Senator Marco Rubio, and we're hoping that that actually becomes law in a year. But there are so many options on the table once we retake the majority in either or both the House or Senate, and I'm looking forward to that. But in the meantime, um, we're we're holding uh, the fire to this administration and continuing pressure and hope that uh, the American people are listening. Yeah. And when you talk about impeachment, the charge or the grounds for impeachment would be failure to enforce laws on the book that protect our border. That would be one of the grounds that you're looking oh, at. Yes, one of, of many. I mean, the bar was so low uh, to impeach President Trump. And even if the bar um, were raised exponentially, I believe that President Biden has met that uh, requirement. What we're seeing at the border um, is not just criminal, but it is immoral. Uh, the fact that our United States government is putting its own citizens behind those of other nations and also encouraging human trafficking and what we're seeing there, of filling the bank accounts and the um, cash stashes of the cartel, it's really a, a travesty and it's not what this country should be about. Yeah, no doubt about it. Uh, your your state att uh, attorney general, uh, Ken Paxton, just had a summit on this issue because now people far, far from the border, hundreds and thousands of miles away, are feeling that impact because of this illegal migration path that the Biden administration has created. Um, what was your takeaway when you hear these states far away from Texas having as much concern about the border as the great residents of Texas? Well, you know, I'm sorry that it's gotten so bad that people in the northern states care about it. I wish it were <laughs> not that big of a problem. Right. And I, I would love to be in the minority talking about it because it's not a problem nationwide. But unfortunately, it's become so out of hand um, that this is something that is on the radars of some of my colleagues in other states and where in the past it wasn't. And I think our Attorney General Kim Paxton in Texas has done a really great job. He is a fighter. He and sure he's is. been on this since day one and uh, continues to be. And I think some of the, of the other Attorney Generals are, are realizing that this is important. And when the Biden administration continues to make the situation worse, uh, we as Republicans at federal and state uh, levels have to step up. And I'm, I'm excited and encouraged for that. Uh, but I'm, I'm really excited about retaking the majority and getting in a position where we can conduct real oversight as Republicans for what this administration is doing to destroy our country. Such an important opportunity to give power to people who are actually going to find out what happened and fix it. Um, we often talk about the border and, of course, the left. The first thing is, well, these are people all oh, looking to come for a better life. And why are you so harsh? That's all the rhetoric they have. But we keep seeing signs of people with great mal intent coming across the border. Uh, just before Christmas, there was a, a guy stopped uh, from Yemen had very serious terrorism ties, according to the U.S. government. Uh, last week, five Syrian nationals arrested at the southern border. Uh, how big a terrorism, counterterrorism threat is the open border beyond just all the other things that we know we're dealing with? Oh, it's huge. And there's not one person in America um, that could tell you just how bad it is, because we don't know. We're not vetting That's these it. people. We're blind. We don't know where they come from. Uh, it's it, it was safe to say perhaps 20 or 30 years ago, people were just coming from Mexico uh, to work and maybe go back home and send some money back home to their families. But when you're arresting people uh, from places like Afghanistan and Russia, uh, I got a hard time believing. And scientists from China, I mean, my God, uh, 
wake up, people. It's not uh, hard to believe that there is some nefarious intent, and these uh, countries that are our enemies are uh, exploiting these uh, these foolish decisions by our administration. It's it's something that I'm hearing less and less from my colleagues. That story that these people are just coming to better themselves. They know that's not true, I think uh, that's but right. they're hoping for something to distract the American people, like a Supreme Court opening or. Russia or whatever the day's crisis is, there's uh, anything is better uh, than talking about this border crisis if you work in the White House. Yeah, such an important uh, thing. And, and you're right, there seems to be lots of weapons of mass distraction out there right now trying to distract us from all the failures that are going on right before our eyes. Um, there was a tragedy in your state recently at this uh, synagogue uh, where uh, a man got into this country where there's two decades of history of terrorism sympathies and monitoring by the British, by the United States. Is there any answer that uh, you have been able to get as to how that guy got in through an airport in New York and into this country when he had so many red flags already on his uh, on his record? I haven't gotten satisfying answers to me. I'm, uh, I'm a little, I'm very rather annoyed that he was so obviously someone who did not belong in our nation. Um, But I think it goes back to what we were just saying. If this administration is letting people like this come through, can you imagine who's getting across that we know nothing about? I mean, your average immigrant south of the border, they they don't even have an ID. This guy actually had an ID and a history. And was led into the nation. What about these these folks with no background that we're aware of? There are so many people in this country right now, uh, from God knows where, with God knows what kind of history, uh, that we're in a world of hurt um, if some of the nefarious actors are successful. Two last questions, because I know these are very important to you. Uh, there are numerous reports, and we've been able to confirm that the Biden administration has created this record database, I think almost a, a billion firearm purchases What's going on there, and is this a threat to the Second Amendment? Oh, it's definitely a threat to the Second Amendment. I have opposed this. Um, this is something that uh, Democrats are, are big on. You know, they don't believe any of us should be able to protect ourselves in our homes. They want to uh, own the data for everyone. They want to know uh, what kind of guns are in your house, right. where you purchased them, who you purchased them from. They're not real interested in who's coming across our borders and the guns and the drugs that are going back and forth from Mexico to our nation. They're okay with that. Uh, but we're um, we're seeing the American people wake up uh, to reality. A polling, I think, I, I read this morning from Politico, yeah. said that uh, – the American people trust Republicans in Congress more than Democrats with respect to firearms. Um, so that really goes against the narrative that we're hearing from Democrats, that there's some uh, outrage for yeah. gun control. There's not. There's not a public uh, mandate the, the, for it. No. The outrage is for the lack of support uh, for policing in our major cities. You don't see a massive crime in the rural areas where everyone has guns all the time. You see it in these massive cities where they have defunded the police and said that uh, you can break windows and take what you want and do as you please. The White House's response to the crime surge is, I think, shocked a lot of people. I think even you tweeted out a day or so ago about Jen Psaki sort of just mocking the whole concern about uh, crime. It is a real thing. How does a White House get to be so elitist, so isolated that they can't appreciate that all these people dying on the streets in America is a crisis? How, do, how big is this disconnect and, and why is this White House so disconnected? 
Uh, I, you know, I don't know that. I don't know if they've got really nice car services. I, I was <laughs> heckled just this morning uh, by someone on the street in Washington and didn't know if they were pulling out a knife or a gun because in Ugh. this town you just can't tell. Right. But I, th- I guess they're just so out of touch um, that they think that the rest of us in rural America um, are clueless. And as President Obama said, we cling to our guns and religion and we're out of touch. I think the opposite is true. Uh, Democrats, especially in this town, are as out of touch as ever. And I think they'll realize that and perhaps come to grips with reality on election night in just about eight and a half months, I believe. Yeah, there's a lot of sage voices on the Democratic side warning that their party's out of touch. People that have helped the Democrats win national elections in the past saying, hey guys, you're you're off the reservation so far that you're not going to win an election. Last question, there's this amazing protest up in Canada with these truckers and vaccine uh, mandates. It seems all across the country now, vaccine mandates, mask mandates have worn out their welcome and that people are tiring of it. Uh, do you see a point now where the government's going to be forced to back off some of them? I think you're starting to see that. I mean, even the Democrats uh, are sick of wearing masks. I don't think they're sick of the mandates and the control that they've given themselves. So they do enjoy that, but they can only enjoy that as long as the people will allow them to. Uh, The people in some of these left-leaning cities, I think, are are infuriated. When you go to places like New York, I just don't believe that your average liberal uh, citizen in New York is really okay um, with lawlessness, with getting robbed and killed and a lack of policing and being forced to wear a mask everywhere and uh, changing uh, scientific declarations from folks at the CDC. I do think that the American people from all political uh, walks of life are getting fed up And I think you'll start to see that um, as the summer months drag on. We're seeing that in European cities, um, in in Canada here. It just it's kind of hit or miss. But people are are fed up and you can you can tell how people really feel um, by the hypocrisy of some of these political folks. When you see Gavin Newsom without his mask at a football game, that tells me he doesn't really believe in it either. Yeah, and we've seen so many of them. I mean, AOC down in Florida going to the state she criticized without a mask on. Uh, there's so much hypocrisy, people can't even. Quite rich, isn't it? It is. It is indeed. Uh, Congressman, it is always an honor to have you on this show. The work you've done on the border and particularly on the trafficking of illegal migrants into the interior of this country is really a public service. I want to thank you much for that and can't wait to get you back on soon for another update. Thank you. Take care. Thank you, sir. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, the lawyer who helped Just the News secure a lot of the documents in the Burisma Hunter Biden story. She's coming on to tell us about our next legal strike. Kimberly Herman from the Southeastern Legal Foundation right after this commercial break. Hey, folks, if you're a homeowner and you're like me, you want to protect your home, right? But when's the last time you checked on the title to your home? If you never have, listen to this. A new report on homeowners shows we all now have $16 trillion in equity. That's an all-time high in America. That's why you need protection from a scam the FBI calls house stealing. That's when the equity in all of our homes is the target, sadly, of scammers. If nobody's watching the title to your home, these scammers can transfer your title to their name, take out loans, and your equity could be gone. Poof, gone. You have to protect your equity from this despicable crime right now with triple lock protection from my good friends at HomeTitleLock.com. The first step is to check on your home's title to see if it's still in your name. Sign up with your address at HomeTitleLock.com and be sure to use the promo code JUSTNEWS 
They're going to send you a complete title scan of your home's title and your first 30 days of Triple Lock Home Title Protection. That's legendary protection, by the way. It's free. HomeTitleLock.com. Use the promo code JUSTNEWS. One more time. Go to HomeTitleLock.com today and protect your most important asset, the equity in your home. All right, folks, as we draw near to another critical election, it's not only about casting your vote. It's about elevating your voice, making your voice be heard. AMAC is more than just a senior discount organization. They unite like-minded patriots like you and I, committed to preserving our cherished values and actively opposing the leftist agenda that's sweeping across America. Just look at their recent victories. AMAC members helped to push forward an investigation into practices that inflate drug prices. They successfully defeated ranked choice voting in order to protect traditional voting methods, and they also helped block a federal takeover of elections. As AMAC's membership grows, Washington is listening. Every new member strengthens this movement. If you love America, visit AMAC, A-M-A-C slash Just News to become a four-year member for just $30. That's a great discount. AMAC is not only better for America, it's better for you. Membership gives you access to the AMAC magazine, free Social Security and Medicare guidance, money-saving discounts, trusted news, sweepstakes, and so much more. It's a community, not a service. Take advantage of our election year sale. Four years for just $30 at AMAC. By joining over 2 million Americans, they can't ignore your voice in Washington anymore. Join now at AMAC, AMAC.us slash Just News. That's AMAC.us forward slash Just News. All right, folks, welcome back from the commercial break. Listen, we can't do what we do at Just the News, break all these great investigative stories without the extraordinary help of the Southeastern Legal Foundation. They are a public interest law firm. They have been at our side on so many important cases from the Kimberly Gardner effort to get records in, in Missouri about the uh, false prosecution of Governor Eric Greitens to all the work we've done on Ukraine and Russia. They have been along, uh, right along us, aside us, fighting in the courts, helping us create transparency where bureaucrats want to create uh, hidden secrets. And so joining me right now is the great general counsel from the Southeastern Log, uh, Legal Foundation to my good friend, Kimberly Herman. Kim, great to have you back on the show. Same here. Great to be with you, John. Your work is amazing. We couldn't create the transparency that we do every day without the things that that Southeastern Legal Foundation and you specifically have done. There is an amazing story up on Just the News today, and it really focuses on a document that should have been produced to us a long time ago in our foyers. It wasn't. It also wasn't produced to the impeachment managers. We've confirmed that with Jim Jordan and and others. And what it shows is that at the height of the Ukraine uh, Joe Biden business relationship where Hunter Biden was doing business in Ukraine, the State Department's number two official, the DCIM, the deputy chief of mission, uh, sent a note back to his uh, handlers, his bosses in Washington saying, hey, guys, somebody should tell Vice President Joe Biden, his son, uh, undercut all of our anti-corruption activities in um Ukraine by working for a corrupt company while his father was preaching ending corruption. I got a chance to share that document with you today. Your first reaction when you see it, given all that we were uh, went through with the Justice uh, State Department and Justice Department to try to get documents like this. Uh, you know, I have to say I was really um, dismayed that the State Department hadn't previously turned over this document. Right. We have been fighting for years together, years submitting FOIA request after FOIA request, lawsuit after lawsuit, 
And the continual response has been, you have everything, you have everything. We knew we didn't, sure and did now we can that. prove it. Yeah. yeah, it really is remarkable. And I've talked to other FOIA groups that you had FOIAs like us, same thing. No inkling that this document existed. Uh, it looks like the only time it was produced was in a classified skiff for Senator Ron Johnson late in 2020 towards the end of his investigation. It didn't get much traction there because they didn't, didn't, I don't think, see its importance or couldn't talk about it because it was classified. Um, you went through all these battles with me. You saw the State Department slow walk information. You now see everything that's come to light. We now know that Burisma was paying bribes, according to the State Department, to get out of its corruption investigations in Ukraine while Hunter Biden was on the board. You see that uh, the the prosecutor who was fired that the Democrats told us a couple of years ago uh, had been uh, told, we've been told that he, he was corrupt and inept and everybody agreed. And now we see the State Department was sending him love letters saying, you're doing a great job. We're impressed. And then you, you see this document that was de- we were deprived of, and it adds another piece of it. It's pretty clear from what we've been able to see that the State Department withheld a lot of information during impeachment that would have given a very different story to the Ukraine story. Don't you agree? They absolutely did. Um, They held a tremendous amount of information. You know, this is one document um, through the work we've done together. We've uncovered many others. But what the American people need to realize is that when the State Department, the State Department is hiding these, they are doing it with the pure intent to mislead the American public. These are the people that we are supposed to trust. They are at the highest levels of our government. And they are actively and intentionally hiding key documents from the Trump defense team, from Senate investigators, from the American public. It's got to stop and people have to be held accountable for this. So that is my question. Where do we go from here? We, we, we obviously were misled. Trump team was misled. The House uh, investigators were misled. Uh, what uh, can the Southeastern Legal Foundation do now for just the news for the American public to make sure someone gets punished and this doesn't happen again? I mean, we are certainly um, looking at reopening the lawsuits that we had. Um, there are ways to hold the government accountable when they mislead the American public and when they hide um, documents intentionally. And so uh, we need to prove that intent piece. But I, I think we've got plenty as you've walked us through and you've walked everyone listening here through. Um, and so we're going to be taking this back to court and we're going to be asking a federal judge to hold those people who withheld who withheld these documents and misled us accountable. I can't wait for that moment. It just uh, reading these documents the last few days, the one we won in December that we made public on Monday, and then this one tonight or that we were deprived of, but we kind of knew existed. We've been trying to get, and they keep saying oh, it doesn't exist. The moment of accountability will be great. Usually, it, it results in a monetary penalty, which means taxpayers foot the bill for some bureaucrats. Is there a way to change the culture? It seems like bureaucrats treat government documents like they're their own. They're not the American taxpayers. They're our documents. We'll decide what the truth is. Is there a way to change this culture uh, uh, through the courts, through Congress? What are, what are some of the ideas as you fight for transparency to change some of this culture? Because you've seen this same attitude in the great work Southeastern Legal Foundation has done at the school board level, where, where teachers and school boards don't want to give up lessons and messages about the educations of children as well. Right. On a state level, we need we need better legislation. So in talking about the, the state issues, we, we can't get curriculum documents. Parents can't even get access to what's happening in their kids' classrooms. Um, it's complete and utter totalitarianism. I mean, there's really no other word for it. And so we need our state legislators to come forward and to actually fix it there. 
from a federal level, it's top down. You know, we didn't have the same problem during the Trump administration. People submitted FOIAs, people got their information because they didn't have anything to hide. The administrative state had been decreased. There weren't even as many documents to hand over because they just weren't, you know, legislating through these agencies and there wasn't the corruption that you're seeing. Um, in fact, these documents show that. They show that the narrative that we were given, the American public was given, was false. Kim, you've done some other really important work for us in the state of Missouri where we have tried for a long time to get the information about who a Soros-funded prosecutor, Kimberly Gardner, who's had lots of controversy, not just with us, but on, on many different things and not uh, letting a murderer go free and in uh, clashing with police. And, uh, and then, of course, taking down the sitting governor, uh, a Republican governor of Missouri, Eric Greitens, making allegations that later she couldn't substantiate and withdrew from the court, but only after he was forced to resign. We've been trying to get the documents for what, who she was talking with, where certain information came from to see if there was any political interference. She turned us down. We went to uh, a local court. The local court imposed a penalty. She fought that. It went to the appeals court. We just got this extraordinary ruling. And almost immediately, Kim Gardner said, you know what, I'm still going to fight this uh, what do you take from her attitude of just not wanting to give up documents that two courts now have ruled are in the public's interest? Whatever is in those documents has got to be really good, right? In the sense of showing what she actually was doing with the Soros organization, right? She does not want anyone to see those documents. We have now have two courts not only say give over the documents, but also impose civil penalties on her. And we've been working with Missouri Freedom Center, uh, Dave Rowland over there. Done a great um, job. To, to litigate this case. And he's done a phenomenal job out there. And he, he continues to do that on this issue in Missouri. And um, they do not want us to see those documents. And we are not going to stop until we get those documents and we show everyone in this country what is in them. Yeah, there's another reckoning coming for uh, the prosecutor, Kimberly Gardner. She this month, later this month, she faces a hearing where she's now been accused of not one, not two, not 10, 62 offenses against the legal standards for lawyers in Missouri. The uh, disciplinary bar of Missouri has uh, issued that report, and now she gets a chance to defend herself. And after that, there'll be a decision of whether to yank her law license. As you've looked at the whole body of records, her, her unwillingness to comply with the Sunshine Law, uh, the fact that she's now been found to have violated not one, not two, but so many standards for a lawyer. Uh, and this is the person that's supposed to set the standard for law-abiding citizens in St. Louis. What, what do we make of Kimberly Gardner in her tenure thus far? You know, any attorney who's going to violate the ethical rules um, does not deserve to be practicing in a court of law, right? And um, you know, this goes back, back to Bill Clinton days, right? He yeah. lied under oath. That's and right. We sued and we took his bar license. Southeastern Legal Foundation uh, did that. And through your work and our work before the FISA court, whether it's the FISA court, Bill Clinton, Kimberly Gardner, if an attorney um, violates our professional standards, they do not deserve the honor to be to continue to be a lawyer. Yeah, so fact, whether was, she did or didn't, that, that'll be for the tribunal to decide. But if she did, you know, she shouldn't be representing anyone. 
Uh, particularly the people of St. Louis who, who rely on her every day to put criminals in prison. Um, <clears throat> the Bill Clinton case was the first time I ever got to work with the Southeastern Legal Foundation, and now we've worked so many times together. But a lot of people don't know what a public interest law firm does. You guys do such amazing work. You're fighting for teachers. You're fighting for transparency. Uh, how, if someone wants to learn more about the Southeastern Legal Foundation or get involved, support it, because you do all this work as a nonprofit pro bono work, uh, how can they get behind, stay in touch and learn and support what you guys do? Yeah, they can visit our website. It's slfliberty.org, or they can follow us on Twitter. Um, our handle is at, at slfliberty. Yeah, those are important sites. Folks, bookmark those. Go check them out. One of the greatest resources that anyone who cares about transparency in America can have at their fingertips. It's such an amazing organization. Kim, what are some of the big cases pending on the SLF document that we should be looking for in the next few months? What are the big things you're hoping to win in the next few months? Absolutely. Um, We are looking to stop schools from implementing critical race theory. Um, in curriculum to stop segregating students, to stop segregating teachers. And we have a uh, landmark case that we filed in Evanston, Illinois, and we are waiting on some rulings from the court there. So that is definitely a hot one to watch um, for any parents and for anyone who cares about the future of education in this country. Yeah, we've been writing a lot about that great work and people just can't get enough of it. They're so amazed while they had their eye off the ball, right? We're all busy, we're working, we're thinking that COVID happens and all of a sudden people pay, what are they teaching my children? And what you guys have uncovered, the the teacher trainings that uh, certain teachers were subjected to and the lessons being taught to our children, uh, your work has really enlightened an entire country. And I can't wait to see what you come up with next. Thanks, John. Yeah, we've got a couple more cases brewing on that issue, and we're going to keep fighting to get all of the rest of the documents that we're working on together and then hold the State Department officials accountable who have, again, misled and hid these documents from all of us. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. And I can't wait for that next round of accountability and hopefully some more transparency. Kim, we're going to get you back on the show again quickly because you're always doing important work. You and Todd are such amazing allies to the truth in America. And uh, I just want to thank you for the time today and I look forward to our next uh, next adventure together. Absolutely. Thanks, John. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back after these messages. Delve into the shadows of the mind. With Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. All right, folks, that wraps up another edition of John Solomon Reports. So glad you can join us. Uh, Big thanks to Congressman Lance Good and to Kimberly Herman, two really newsy guests with a lot of headlines. Hey, 
Don't forget my new show, Just the News. The tagline is not noise. Uh, it's on every night at 6 p.m. on Real America's Voice. Join Amanda Head and me as we try to break news every night on the show. And here's something I haven't had a chance to tell you. You can go to my social media account, Jay Solomon Reports at Twitter or Getter or Facebook or wherever you follow me. And you can send a question to me using the hashtag AskJNA. Hashtag AskJNA, J for John, A for Amanda. You can send questions. We might pick your question and answer it Friday nights on the TV show on Real America's Voice. How do you get Real America's Voice? Real simple. It's a very simple thing. You can go on Dish Network. It's channel 219. You can go on Pluto. It's channel 240. You can download it and use the app on the Roku, on the Apple. You can download Real America's Voice on the Apple, or you can go to Just the News' app, click on the watch button or the TV button, either one, Watch your TV and see the show every night live at 6 o'clock. It is great. I am so proud to be paired with Amanda. She's a tremendous journalist, and we're breaking some incredible news, some very, very important stuff all around on the news front. It's a great show, easy to check out. Now, you know what else is great? The products from our great sponsor at Wild Alaskan. They are among the really great foods my family eats every month. My freezer is full of wild Alaskan seafood all the time. Why? Because I keep stock because you never know when you're getting a hankering for fish, salmon, prawn, so many different things that come in the gift boxes each month. I'm a subscriber. I love it. My father's a subscriber. He loves it. The founder's family, Aaron Kallenberg, the whole family is just amazing. They are dedicated to providing the highest quality, sustainably sourced seafood fresh right to your door you open it up you throw it in the freezer on the weekend i'll be pulling out some salmon steaks and some halibut and we're gonna have a great feast and right now you guys my listeners just the news fans can get 15 dollars off your first box of this seafood from wild alaskan very simple wild alaskan company how do you do it you go to wildalaskancompany.com wildalaskancompany.com slash just news you're getting used to that code word just news wildalaskancompany.com slash just news you're going to get $15 off your first box I tell you you get the first box you're never going to stop the shipments the food is amazing Pacific halibut sockeye salmon uh, I'm getting hungry just thinking about it. you know what I'm probably going to go to the grill tonight and throw one of those steaks on early before the weekend because you just got me hungry talking about this please go support them they make this show possible Aaron and his family are amazing folks and they're giving you a great deal. $15 off a box of the best seafood you'll ever get. Go check it out today. 100% satisfaction and money back guarantee. If you don't like it, trust me, you'll like it. All right, folks, that wraps up another edition of John Solomon Reports. So glad you could join me. We'll be back tomorrow with some more news, some great interviews, and maybe a scoop or two. Hey, we're not done exposing the sham that was the Ukraine impeachment. Stay tuned. All right, guys, have a good night. God bless. Talk to you tomorrow. Folks, everyone knows the next medical crisis is just around the corner. Whether it comes in the form of a pandemic or something much more mundane like a tick bite, you and your family need to be prepared. That's what we learned from this last pandemic, right? That's where the wellness company comes in. You know the wellness company. We have their great doctors like Dr. Peter McCullough on all the time on our shows. The wellness company and their doctors are medical professionals that you can trust. And the new medical emergency kits are the gold standard when it comes to keeping you safe and healthy, and most importantly, prepared. 
Be ready for anything. This medical emergency kit contains an assortment of life-saving medications, including ivermectin and z The medical emergency kit provides a guidebook to aid in the safe use of all of these life-saving medications. So you know what you're doing. From anthrax to tick bites to COVID and even the bioweapon like the plague, the wellness company's medical emergency kit is exactly what you need to have on hand to be prepared. Rest assured knowing that you have emergency antibiotics, antivirals, and antiparasitics on hand to keep you and your family safe from whatever the globalists throw your way. Go to www.twchealth/justnews today in order. That's twc.health/justnews and use the promo code justnews to save 10%. Hey there, it's Amanda Head, and I am thrilled to introduce to you my new exciting podcast, Furthermore, with Amanda Head, broadcasting weekly from sunny Los Angeles, California, and brought to you by the dynamic Just the News Podcast Network. On this fresh and engaging podcast, I delve into the latest news with a little bit of a twist, exploring the furthermore of every story. But this isn't your typical run-of-the-mill news commentary or politically charged program. I interview a diverse range of guests, including business leaders, entertainers, musicians, educators, experts, politicians, and many influential figures from both the United States and around the world. So why not make your Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays a little more interesting? Tune in on your preferred podcast platform and discover furthermore with Amanda Head on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. And don't forget to hit that follow or subscribe button and be sure to download the latest episodes. I can't wait to have you join me on this exciting journey.